Raising faithful Christian leaders wants you to think about pleasure. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Is God two-faced about pleasure? I've got to be honest with you. I take pleasure in a lot of things. I love a good joke. I love to worship. I love creation, mountains, lakes, hills. I love to go out with friends. I enjoy playing games, watching a good movie, reading a great book, having a great meal, going on vacation. I love traveling. I love spending time with my wife and family. Proverbs 21 verse 17 says, Whoever loves pleasure will be a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not be rich. So there's got to be something dangerous about pleasure. But Psalm 16 verse 11 says, You, talking about God, make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. I want you to listen today for biblical principles that will help us abide in Christ and will help each of us have discernment about pleasure and living a God-honoring life. So when can pleasure be bad? Even Ecclesiastes says there's a time for everything under heaven. I want you to think about the parable of the farmer scattering seed. You know, he scattered seed, some fell on rocky soil, some fell in good soil, and some fell among thorns. And this is what it says. Those seeds, instead of growing up into healthy plants, they were choked out by the cares and riches and pleasures of life. They never produced fruit. They did not mature. We don't want to be seeds like that that are choked out by pleasures of this life. And John 10 verse 10 says that the thief, Satan, comes to only steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come so that we may have life and have it to the full. Have you ever seen people get so caught up in pleasure that it brings destruction in their own lives? I think about alcoholism, drug addiction, bad relationships, gambling, but even good things can become harmful for us. I like social media, but ever since smartphones have come out, there's been more depression, anxiety, and lack of purpose than ever before, and people are not pursuing their calling. When I was in college, I loved a video game called Ms. Pac-Man. It was a silly game, but I poured quarter after quarter after quarter into those video arcade games and I felt guilty because I was a poor college student. It wasn't really an addiction, but it really wasn't that helpful either. My dad loved sports and my mom would often say, I'm a sports widow. My dad would spend so much time watching baseball or football or basketball. So when does pleasure become a bad thing? Maybe when it eats up our time when it comes before other people, when it comes before God and maybe becomes a God. You know, God tells us, don't have any other gods before me. Don't make pleasure into a God. Maybe when pleasure makes us not do our jobs well or when it takes us away from worship, when it hurts our marriage and our relationships, or if there's something that if we don't get it, we can't enjoy life without it, then maybe that's when pleasure has gone too far. How do we put pleasure in the right place? Here are a few tips. First, put God on the throne of your life. Romans 12 verse 1 says we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, that we give ourselves to God, we put Him on the throne of our hearts, and we live our life committed to doing His will. Second, ask God to fill us with His Spirit. When God's Spirit is alive and active in our lives, we understand right from wrong. And when we stop listening to His voice, his voice becomes quieter and quieter. That's scary. A world where we can't hear about the good things of God, that sounds like hell. Third, James 1, 
encourages us to ask God for wisdom. I try to ask God for wisdom every day. I've had five kids. I'm a teacher. I need God's wisdom every single day. Fourth, ask God for your marching orders. In other words, as you go throughout each day, ask God, what do you want me to do? 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31 tells us that whatever we do, we should do it all to the glory of God, whether we eat, whether we drink, whatever we do. So that sounds like one of the keys to putting pleasure in perspective is always think, am I giving glory to God? Number five, open up your heart and soul before God. Psalm 139 says, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Number six, flee from temptation. 2 Timothy 2 verse 22 says, Flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Number seven, Think about great things. This is one of my favorite verses, Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, and excellent, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. God has given us so many good things to enjoy. He wants us to have pleasure, but not to seek after pleasure. Don't let it control us. Raising faithful Christian leaders exists to support families, youth leaders, and churches to raise up Christian leaders with a strong foundation in God's Word to bring hope for such a time as this. This week's free family discussion cards will focus on great verses that address putting pleasure in the right perspective. Have a great week.